0: Fifteen, the podcast where we talk about the comeback stories, the triumphs, the dark depressions and how we get out of them, the tools that we can use, what it takes to get back to yourself, but not just yourself, a new and improved, a better version. Become the person you always wanted to be, the person that goes out and does the things that they say they're going to do, achieves the goals they've always wanted to achieve. Never, never, never give up The famous Winston Churchill quote You know, I love that quote, I really do And we're going to talk about it a bit in this episode But there's also another side to that Sometimes we have to give up We have to give up the things that aren't good for us The things that are holding us back You know, if it's drugs give them up, if it's alcohol, give it up if it's thinking negative thoughts give that up I can't remember if I spoke about this already in an episode but I had a, a business I was a car mechanic, had a, a garage my dad ran it for 36 years and then I took over and ran it for around 5 to 6 years before um, selling up and gaining employment the thing about the garage is it's what caused the problems now drugs and alcohol you know exaggerated the problems but the reason I started getting stressed and depressed and anxious and unable to get out of my bed was because of the garage. now there's many many factors you know there's definitely I'm going to take responsibility for some of it was me maybe I just wasn't the right person to run a business or maybe I did Maybe I was the right person, but I didn't have the tools and skills to execute it. I was still learning, and I tried my best. I spent over £30,000 in training and development to try and be a better person, but I, I don't know what it was. I need to look into it, but there's something that just wasn't um, working for me, and I wasn't able to execute in the way that I wanted to. And believe me, I tried. And then. Um, you know, there's a lot of things I didn't know about running your own business that I had to try and learn along the way. And by the time I'd learned it, five years into business, it was getting to the point where there was a, a lot of mess to tidy up. And again, I decided that I was going to take on that responsibility and sort this out and, and go for it. But what happened was I got myself so caught up and so stressed I realised how much work was ahead of me. And that's when I first started drinking, it was, was, was those late nights and you know coming home just stress my mind and, and unable to switch off my brain and i was using alcohol and it was, it was just a few beers at the start just to take the edge off and allow me to relax and then go again tomorrow and i was working you know more than 12 hours i was doing the, doing the mechanical side of stuff during the day and then when everyone left i would sit and try and do all the paperwork stuff and that's what caused me a lot of stress now i was very much of the mentality of never 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 give up and trying to push through that i had something that was very important to me something that i did enjoy now there's a lot of stress that comes with running your own business and some of those are, are factors you can't control you can't control the customers i'm not saying all my customers are bad but some of them are stressful and i'm still friends with a lot of people in the motor trade and they're getting it every day you know and i think any business you have you know you're going to have people that that don't pay you're going to have people that are demanding and expecting more and more, I think today in the society that we live in, people are expecting more and more and more for their money, and they're not always very empathetic to you know the, the pressures that you're under. You know, for instance, for me, the cars are getting more and more complicated, and that's why I spent so much money in training was to try and keep up with the technology. And then I would feel like I'm getting a grip of it, and then something else would change. And you're trying to do the best for your customers, but there's a lot going on behind the scenes that they don't always see, and in the, in the stress that you're under now hindsight's a great thing wonderful thing or is it because it causes you pain but um i know what people mean when they say that it's it's to be able to look back and say yeah here's what i should have done and i was determined so i got really ill i stopped working i was off work you know for let's say the next six i've been off work technically for two years after that but within that two years i kept trying to go back to it so let's say it was six months of no working but then i kept trying to do a day here a day there um you know maybe a couple of days at a time sometimes i was going in and only lasting a couple of hours and having to go out again i was like no nope, no nope, can't go you know i could hear that phone ringing in my sleep man it was it was torture and i had to tell people like tell them i'm not here i can't handle more people calling and then they'd come down to the garage. And even when I was working late at night with a door lock, people would be banging on the door. You know, it'd be like eight, nine o'clock at night and you're banging on the door. People would get a hold of my personal phone number and ring that. I had to change the ring tone on my phone when I started to get better because I couldn't handle hearing it anymore. And looking back, that determination to keep going probably just caused more pain in the end. And looking back, I think what I should have done was say, right, this is causing me to be ill. It's making me unwell. And if I knew what I knew now, I'd have wrapped it up, you know, over a year ago. That being said, something sometimes things are meant to work out the way they're meant to. So what ultimately happened was, my, I was getting my own car recovered. Um, it was it's a hybrid Golf that we've got, and I don't have the skills to work on hybrid vehicles, so I was getting taken up to to a friend's garage up in Falkirk, and the recovery driver was saying that they were looking for a new. Drivers. I used to be in the retained Fire Service. I've got my license to drive the fire engines, which meant I could drive these trucks. I think it's Class 2, it's called. And he offered me a job and to buy all the equipment from the garage. So sometimes things are meant to work out, you know. Um, But, you know, looking back, I would have sold up much, much sooner and I would have probably saved myself a lot of the stress that I went through. So sometimes there is a time to give up. Sometimes... You need to let go of certain things. And that could be relationships. You know, the things with relationships is, especially when you've put a lot of time and effort into that relationship and you've got a lot of, you know, memories and things like that and you're trying to hold on to it. But sometimes you've got to say, this isn't serving me anymore, as much as you might want it to. It could be a friendship with someone. And you've grown apart, but, you know, you, like I said, it's just like the relationship. You've put a lot of effort into that. You've got memories. You want to continue this friendship but it's not serving you anymore. That that person's maybe holding you back. That could be someone that is still doing drugs or isn't growing up or you know, I had friends that that were still doing those things which was fine, but I was I had a family quite young. So I was in a different stage in my life and I, I needed to commit myself and change my priorities to, to the family. I'm not saying I did that perfect all the time, but I certainly tried my best. Sometimes giving up, it doesn't have to be forever. Let's talk about alcohol again. This is the thing. You don't have to have a problem with alcohol to give it up, and you also don't have to give up alcohol forever. It could just be for this period in your life. I'm not drinking at the moment. I'm not sure if I'll drink again. I think I probably will, because there has been times where I've enjoyed drinking and enjoyed socialising. I think, however, I'm going to be much more selective when I drink. I think it's going to be very... Few and far between. It's going to be at certain events or certain occasions. And even then it's going to not be at the level as before. But things might turn out different. I might decide that, you know what? Alcohol just isn't for me anymore. I might never drink again. I'm not sure yet. All I know and all I need to focus on is at this stage of my life. Right now, alcohol is not for me. My head's still got a lot of shit in it that seems to only surface when I drink alcohol and when I don't i'm fine when i do drink then i don't go to the gym because i've not got the same energy and my day is just a bit less exciting it, it, it causes me anxiety and fatigue so right now that's not for me but giving up doesn't mean you have to give up forever you know it could just be the weekend partying and going to the gym to get your head in the right space and then you could reintroduce something like that you know giving up shit food Doesn't mean that you never get to eat a McDonald's ever again, you know. It's just right now till you get yourself sorted out, till you get yourself in better shape. Then, just like the alcohol, pick and choose the times. Don't eat shit every day. Eat it once a month or just on special occasions. Doesn't mean you're giving up forever. And I think that's what puts a lot of people off giving up certain things in their life. They think it's forever, and it's not. I did a, a talk to a group of mechanics. Uh, a, couple, uh, it was a year back in March and inspired a lot of people to take a break from alcohol none of these guys had a problem they just thought hmm this is interesting uh, and I had one friend in particular and I'm not bashing him at any point but he says I'm going to give up alcohol for three months and I said brilliant mate I goes honestly you'll feel different it will change your life he did the first weekend and he felt really good about it and he's texting me he said I'm getting all this stuff done he did the second weekend same thing I just feel great I'm full of energy third weekend he texts me he says ah I've decided I'm going to have a because because the thing is I enjoy it now I didn't say anything to him that's his choice okay he's got different priorities in his life than me and everyone's entitled to their own decisions do what is right for you but in my head I was thinking that's fine if you enjoy alcohol but it wasn't forever it was just for three months you know, this is a thing. If you're committed to it, finish something that you start, and if you're feeling so good about it, carry on there for three months. And then, in the three months, that whiskey's going to taste much better than it did, um, and you also won't get that feeling of, you know, I gave up. So there is there's two, there's two sides to to never, never, never give up. There's a continuing to push and persevere, and that's a great thing. You know, push through. It's good advice, even when things get tough. But it isn't good advice when we keep doing the same thing over and over again, and it isn't working. You know, my garage was probably too far gone, and I didn't have. I'm not going. I don't to say I didn't have the support. Or I had the support, but I didn't have what I needed. You know, I had support, but I didn't have people doing this. But that doesn't mean it's their fault. You know, I'm still taking responsibility. It's that there the was there the wasn't the things in place that I, that were required and I couldn't do it alone to get the to get that business back and running I'm not saying I couldn't have but it was just making me more and more ill and perhaps if I wasn't different you know if that was just a business that was struggling and I wasn't struggling then maybe I could have had the strength and perseverance to, to go through with that but I dragged it out for two years and d- determined. That I was gonna get that business back and running and I was you know, people said to let it go, and I was getting angry at them. And it wasn't their fault. They were actually you're know, giving me good advice, but at that time I was say No, I will not be a failure. But it doesn't mean you failed. It's just something that isn't working for you right now, isn't serving a purpose, and it's making you ill. And sometimes it's time to let them things go. You know, and knowing that you gave it your best shot is also good for you. You know if you've given something your best shot and it doesn't work out it isn't necessarily a failure because you've still learnt lessons along the way and you've still tried and you're further on than you would have been if you'd never tried at all so as a times to never 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 give up yes absolutely if you're depressed and you want a better life never 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 give up be determined but if you're using things to cope with that give them up if there's things in your life that are holding your back if there's friends or so-called friends that are holding you back if you're in the wrong group of you know the wrong circle then give up you know there is a time that is okay i've got a, a quote here from now the guy's called chris as well but i can't pronounce the last name gilly Gillybue, g-u-i-l-l-e-b-a-a-u <laughs> the real secret is that selective quitting is a powerful practice You just need to learn when to give up and when to keep going. If you're looking for permission, here it is. It is okay to quit. Ah, yes, because this is the other other quote, isn't it? I can't remember who this was by. Was it Einstein? It's a definition of insanity to keep doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results and never giving up. That's definitely true for my drinking habits. (laughs) Every time I think that, "Mm, this time the drink will help me, and it doesn't, and... What I want to speak about more at some point is is the fact that pretty much every bad thing that's happened to me over the last couple of years, alcohol was involved. And I was on a walk with my friend yesterday, and I said, oh, there's an event coming up, I'm humming and hawing about having a drink, I'm not sure what to do, I don't know if I should just persevere. See, a lot of the time I was drinking by myself, and that's never good for anybody, but this might be a social environment and maybe it will. And he says, well, mate, I can tell you one thing, if you don't drink, nothing bad will happen. That takes the, the if but maybe out of the equation, <laughs> you know? If you go to that event and don't drink, nothing bad will happen. If you go and drink, yeah, it might be a good day, but it might not be. And I thought that was quite fantastic advice. Also on this page I'm looking at, it says the reasons that we continue to push forward. is too challenging to change. No one likes change, everyone likes to stick with what they know. We don't want to think of ourselves as quitters and we don't want others to think of ourselves as quitters. and need to forget about what other people think. It says that most of us know when it's time, but we subconsciously ignore that feeling because we continued through the application of bad advice to keep going, to push, to pound away at that rock, even though that rock might be impenetrable. Another word. There's going to be a lot of words in this podcast that I'm going to struggle to pronounce, but we'll push through. A better tactic and one that makes for far better advice is give it your best shot, but know when to give up and when to move on. I think the last thing I mentioned about that is, you know, it could be in a race when you've got an injury. You know, if you keep going, that injury is going to get worse and it's time to to stop, and that's okay. Sometimes it's okay to stop. Other times, never, never, never give up. I'll just tell you the website that I got some of that information from, steveadcock.us, um, and that particular one was slash never give Up. So let's leave it at that. I think it was a really good episode. I hope they're all good episodes. I'm enjoying them. Oh, what did I listen? To? I listened back to one of my episodes already. See, generally at the moment I just speak from the heart. I just get it out there. I don't really go back and edit it at all. Um, but sometimes I might listen to an episode while I'm tidying up and just to give I'll get a wee sound of how I'm feeling, the things that I'm saying, what I come across. And I noticed on the episodes when I was talking, uh, which episode was? It, it was uh, the six core habits of human needs and. I Said the funny thing about Tony Robbins, and then I went on a tangent and never said what the funny thing was about Tony Robbins. And it's not even funny as such, it's just what I was going to say was I remember seeing Tony Robbins when I was younger, not in person, but like just in general. And I thought that's a bit out there, it's a bit maybe spiritual, it's just not my thing. And then years later, I'm like, this guy's amazing, there's a really good documentary called I Am Not Your Guru on Netflix. I recommend that you watch that. Now, let's finish up on some really exciting news. So I mentioned in the previous episode about Josh Quigley, the cyclist from Livingston who, who was suicidal and became a world record holder for cycling. He has agreed to come on the show. He is going to be my very first guest, and I can't wait to get him on. I'm going to have to learn how to interview someone and you know, get some questions to ask and do some research. I'm quite excited. It's going to be different from the soul episodes. I hope you uh, tune in. I don't know when it is. He's given me an email to send over and we're going to arrange a date. It's going to be very exciting. I can't wait to have my first guest on. Our first comeback story, our first Doubt Me Now story. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to share this with your friends and leave a review or a rating. I'd be so grateful. The more people we, we the more people we reach, the more people we can help. Take care. I hope you enjoyed another episode of the Doubt Me Now podcast. If you did, please please do like that review button, the five star button, please share it with your friends. Let's get this out there and we'll see you in the next episode.